What is going on, guys? Here to break down the 10-game NBA slate on Monday. My name is DK, and I do make content for NBA Data Fantasy Sports as well as NFL Data Fantasy Sports and for Prize Picks. Prize Picks, they are the sponsor of the video. If you're not familiar, it is a player prop site. They offer a ton of different sports. They have World Cup, football, basketball, college sports. How it works is you pick two, three, four, five, up to six player props, and it can win up to 25x your money. Uh, so if you guys want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS. That will give you 100% match up to $100. And if you guys are looking for premium content, you can check my Patreon link down below. I do have a prize picks package. I do have DFS packages. So if you're interested, check that out. Again, link down below. But all right, let's quickly recap the last couple nights for myself. So uh, Saturday night went, went very, very well. Came very close to a takedown in small field uh, tournaments. Um, yeah, I went uh, heavy on the Lakers. I used both the value centers in Thomas Bryant and Wendy Gabriel. Um, LeBron smashed. Uh, Kelton Johnson started slow, but smashed. Schroeder was really, really solid. Um, and then I went to Clarkson, uh, Sexton, and Booker in that late game. So overall, it was a very good night. I uh, won $350. Tonight, unfortunately, not so much. Um, we had the Boston blowout. We had the Magic blowout. The two games I had the most exposure to blew out. So that wasn't ideal. Um, Killing Hayes did smash for me at low ownership, but just too many guys losing minutes for me to uh, cash in GBP. So what can you do about that? It is what it is. And uh, all right, let's talk about this slate. So Minnesota-Washington first game up. McDaniels and McLaughlin both missed last game. They started Austin Rivers. They played him like 29 minutes. He did nothing. Um, but you did see more run for a guy like Jalen Noel with McLaughlin outs. So he he could be a potential value at 3.1K. Again, we'll keep an eye on the news. But as far as the main guys, I mean, we know what's going to happen here. Cat, Anthony Edwards, they're going to play big minutes. Gobert, D'Lo, they should play low 30s minutes. Um, all these guys are viable, right? They all are. The tricky part, as it always is, is who is it going to be? Is it going to be an Ant night? Is it going to be a D'Lo night? Is it going to be a night where Gobert gets with 20 boards? Or you know, it's just like you never know. So it's like a solid matchup. And I have interest in all four guys. It's just it's really hard for single entry players like myself to feel really good about these guys. And I, I know it's the same story every day. But like it's just when they're all healthy, it's, it's the same situation. Unless one of these guys are really, really underpriced, which I don't think they are. So that's kind of my thoughts there. Um, if McDaniels is out, you, you would think uh, Anderson would get more run. He did only play 19 minutes last game, but would think he would play a couple minutes more. Nas Reed saw rotation minutes. He's a fine dart throw in tournaments. And then, again, if there's no McLaughlin, the Jalen Noel played 24 minutes. Uh, he would be a potential value. Austin Rivers started. I mean, I would rather take the shot in Noel off the bench, but he did see 29 minutes. On the Wizards side, so we saw no Kuzma today, but uh, Monty Morris was back. Um, I don't think there's any priorities here. I think Porzingis at 8-6 is fine in tournaments. I think Beal at 8-7 is fine in tournaments. But, uh, again, Beal shifted back to the shooting guard position with Monty Morris starting. Uh, Morris himself feels priced about right. Danny Advio was very chalky. I faded. Uh, that worked out in a big way for me tonight. But um, he's still a guy that's been playing pretty solid minutes. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else. Kispert, minutes went way down with Monty Morris back. Barton's 3-4. He did play 31 minutes. His minutes have been all over the place, but I guess if I had to play a Wizards value, it probably would be him. Atlanta and Philadelphia. So Capella's the big news here. If Capella misses, we can look to Okongu, who would be a great value. Started last game, played last couple games, 33 and 34 minutes. So would really, really like Okongu if uh, Capella is out. Uh, the two guards, Trey Young, Murray, both fine tournament plays. I wouldn't say either are priorities, but they should play big minutes. John Collins at 5-5. I mean, he has been playing a bit. He had a big game last game against Miami. Um, he's been a frustrating roster. I've, I've tried rostering this guy a couple times. He usually lets me down. But if he's going to get some back of five run, which he has a, a little bit last couple games, his ceiling does go up. Hunter's just there. And that's probably it for Atlanta. 
Moving on to Philadelphia. So don't expect any of the big three to be back with Harden, Maxi, and Embiid. So we kind of know what's going to happen here. Shake, Milton, DeAnthony Melton, Tobias Harris, they're going to run the team. Uh, Melton's 8K, uh, Harris is 7-9, uh, back-to-back big games, which I am so incredibly happy for him. But when I play at low ownership, ow, no way, 24 fantasy points. Um, and then Shake Milton's been phenomenal. He's playing huge minutes. He's 6-5. He's probably going to be a very, very popular play. I think he's the most optimal of the bunch, but we kind of saw it tonight. Like, everyone played Shake Milton and no one Harris or Melton. So, like, I do think Melton and Harris are good pivots off of chalk Shake Milton. Reed and Harold, they're going to split the center minutes. They both feel priced about right. Um, PJ Tucker to get a bit banged up. Um, if he's out, Niang should see more minutes. He could be a potential value. You saw Daniel House start the second half last game with no PJ Tucker. So he could be another potential value there at 3 3. Charlotte and Boston, so no Lamelo, no Hayward, no Dennis Smith Jr., no Cody Martin. Um, Terry Rozier, revenge game narrative against the Boston Celtics. Celtics play very little defense, so I do like Rozier in tournaments. He has not been shooting well recently. 11 of 32, 3 of 14, 9 of 23, but the shots have been there, and again, revenge spot. So I do kind of like him for tournaments. It's nice he has shoot small forward eligibility, too, because he'll be playing mostly the point guard position. Oubre, been playing big minutes. Um, I think he's solid in the mid-range. Um, Washington, Plumlee, front court are both fine. Washington should play, you know, 30-plus minutes if he stays out of foul trouble. Mason Plumlee's minutes have ticked up of late. Again, he's been playing close to 30 minutes. And then I would expect McDaniels to start. He played 31 minutes last game. I think he's a pretty good value at 4K. Small forward, power forward eligibility. Um, as far as the bench guys, Richards, he'll play the backup five. Good point for a guy. Fine GVP play. Um, don't really know if I'm going to get to anyone else. Maladon still been playing the backup point guard role. He's 3-6. I guess he's playable. On the Boston side, it really depends on Tatum. If Tatum plays, um, then a lot of secondary options with like the main guys, Tatum, Brown, Smart, Horford, Brogdon, would all still be fine. If Tatum misses, though, however, that changes a lot. Jalen Brown becomes a really good play at 8-5. Marcus Smart becomes a really good play at 5-8. Horford, Grant Williams, Derek White, Brogdon, all look better, all should play a bit more. So really important news there with Tatum. Sam Hauser will be in the rotation, two at 3-6. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Cleveland and Toronto. So the game tonight, we saw no Jared Allen, no Karis LeVert. So you saw Dean Wade start and Shady Osmond play big minutes off the bench. Robin Lopez started, but only played like four minutes. Um, as far as the main guys, Mitchell Garland, I think I would prefer Mitchell to Garland. Mobley at 6-8, the price had come down on him if both Allen and Love are continuing to be out. Uh, I think he's a decent option. Again, Lopez barely played. Uh, Dean Wade probably plays big minutes, but again, low usage guy. I mentioned in the Patreon stream tonight how I preferred uh, Gary Harris as a value play over Chalk Dean Wade. That worked out in a big way. Um, Chetty Osman, I mean, the minutes were there. He was disappointing, but I think he's still a good value if those two guys are out. Don't really know if we get to anyone else. I mean, Okoro did see big minutes. It's Isaac Okoro. He's not going to do much with those minutes most of the time, though. Toronto, a lot of question marks here. Um, Pascal Siakam, questionable. He's been out for a while. Scotty Barnes, questionable. Um, Delano Banton, questionable. If they're all out, then, you know, Fred Van Fleet, OG Anubi should run the offense. My boy, Chris Boucher, had a huge game last game. He's a good point for a minute guy. Gary Trent Jr., Thad Young, they should see solid minutes if all those guys are out. Um, if both Siakam and Barnes are in, then I don't know if there's any standouts. I would say probably Van Fleet would still be my favorite play in that uh, scenario. Orlando and Brooklyn. So a lot of question marks here for Orlando as well. Carter, Suggs, uh, Bamba left the game. Fultz, uh, Cole Anthony, uh, Chubo Kiki. If these if all these guys are out, you should see pretty big minutes for Bancaro, Bull Bull, Franz Wagner. Um, Mo Wagner started the second half last game without Mo Bamba. 
Gary Harris also started. So there would be a good amount to like here if all those guys are out. If they're all in, I'm probably going to stay away from Orlando, though. So it really just depends on the injury news for them. Moving on to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, pretty easy to talk about. KD, Kyrie, just more tournament plays. The minutes on Kyrie, though, have ticked up uh, 38 minutes back-to-back games for him. He's 8-4. He's easier to get to, in my opinion, than Kevin Durant. Um, Ben Simmons, 7-1. He's been playing low to mid-30s minutes. I think he's still my favorite play on the Nets. Royce O'Neal's fine. He'll play big minutes. Nick Claxton should play around 30 minutes. I think he's solid as well. I, th- I like the front court. Ben Simmons and Nick Claxton. Um, Seth Curry's 4-1. His minutes have ticked up a bit of late. I think he's a solid GBP play. We'll mention, though, he's scoring the pennant and can hurt you when he's missing his shots. Like, that is realistically his floor. Single-digit fancy points. Oklahoma City and New Orleans. So we kind of know what's happening with Oklahoma City. It's the top three guys, and if you target anyone else, good luck. Like, Pokoshevsky got a good amount of ownership last night, and I warned people. I warned people, and I was like, Listen, no rhyme or reason. Yes, he's played, you know, 30 minutes back-to-back games, but he could very easily play like 10 minutes tonight. And that's literally what happened. He started and he played nine minutes because that's what the Thunder do. So, again, if you want to, you can. Like, you want to take shots in Pokashevsky, Williams, Jerry, Baisley, be my guest. On a big slate, I'll just be avoiding. But, um, yeah, because there's no rhyme or reason for those uh, minutes. Shea Gildas-Alexander, I think a 10-5 makes for a decent option. He's going to play big minutes. Giddy Dort, both fine. Moving on to the Pelicans. So no CJ McCollum. Brandon Ingram is doubtful as well. So good amount of minutes to go around. Uh, Zion Williamson, 7-9. I think it looks really good here against the Thunder. Um, you know, Price has come down and no Ingram and CJ most likely. Jonas Valanciunas is 5.9K. Now, he's going to be very productive with the minutes, but I expect his minutes to be like low 20s because most of the time they are closing with Larry Nance. But at, at sub 6K price point, I think he is playable. And then I would expect pretty big minutes for the likes of Troy Murphy, Trey Murphy, um, Herbert Jones, uh, Najee Marshall, if he can play, would see a, a good amount of minutes, in my opinion. So Murphy, 4-6, probably starts. I think he's a good value at that price point. Um, you do probably see uh, Jose Alvarado continue to start uh, at 4.3K. I like him. Devontae Graham should see more minutes off the bench. I think if Najee Marshall's out, next man up would be Dyson Daniels, who's been playing like low 20s minutes. He could be a potential value. So a good amount to like here. Larry Nance, if he does play, will play the backup five. Now, if he misses, then it's going to be interesting. Then you might see more minutes for JV. Then you might. Um, they would probably dust off one of Hernan Gomez and Jackson Hayes, play them with the backup five. But yeah, the Pelicans are a team I do like on this slate. All right, four games left. Houston, Denver, um, KBJ, Green. I think both solid GBP plays. I don't think either are priorities. Jalen Green had a big game last game. Um, one for 45 fancy points. My boy, how about this? My boy, Sengun, 65 fantasy points, almost a triple-double, 21, 19, 7, 2, and 3. Um, now he gets a much tougher spot against Jokic, um, and he is prone to foul trouble, but um, I think he's still playable in GPPs. Jabari Smith has been playing better of late at 6K. I think he's fine. Eric Gordon's 4-5. He's going to play like close to 30 minutes. He's a playable value option. Tari Eason should play close to 20 minutes off the bench. I just don't think it's necessary to go there. KJ Martin also will see most likely around 20 minutes off the bench. But that's Houston moving on to Denver. So Bones Highland is questionable as well as Michael Porter Jr. Um, he didn't participate in Sunday's practice. So I would guess he does not play. Jokic, 11-4. Great matchup for him. If you can afford him, I think he looks decent. Jamal Murray, 7K, also feels a little bit too cheap in a good matchup. Um, Aaron Gordon, 6'3", I think is pretty safe, should play, you know, around 30 minutes. He's gone back-to-back 50 fans point games. I would say those are outliers, but still, I think a good play in the mid-range. Bruce Brown, if there's no Michael Porter Jr., should start. 
I think he's fine. KCP, we know we're getting out of him. Big minutes, but uh, scoring dependent. And then I'll mention, if there's no Bones Highland, is Smith 3-1? He did only play 13 minutes, but that was his first game back in a while. He could be a potential value at, uh, at that price point. Chicago, Utah, nothing really big news here-wise. Uh, Caruso, questionable. Um, Drozen, Vooch, Levine. Again, I think all look solid in a good matchup here against the Jazz. Like the Jazz are team I do like attacking. Um, the issue with, with the big three is, who is it going to be? right? Which, which of these guys can have the big game? But I think all three do look pretty good. At Williams, 4-3. He should see around 30 minutes. He's fine. Io, 4K. His minutes have kind of been ticking down, but he's still playable. You want to try to take a shot in Roger, Kobe White, you can. And, and then Drummond, I mean, he did only play seven minutes last game, but he's a guy that if he finds his way to more minutes, he's always a good point per minute guy. Now in the Jazz, this is pretty important. So Conley's missed the last few games. I think he's still going to be out, but Markkinen questionable. If Markkinen misses, I'm not sure what they'll do. Maybe they go a bit smaller, throw Malik Beasley in the starting lineup and go like Sexton, Clarkson, Beasley, uh, Vanderbilt, Olenek, or I guess they could... Maybe throw like THT in the starting lineup. Um, but yeah, that'll be pretty interesting to, to keep an eye on. And if Markin's out, there's more usage for everyone else. Like Clarkson's been playing big minutes. Olinick at 5'7". He should play low 30s minutes. I like him at that price point. Malik Beasley, scoring dependent. But if there's no uh, Markin, he would play a lot. He would probably play you know, 30 plus minutes. Colin Sexton, a guy I've been playing a lot recently. His minutes are a little bit up and down. But 5'5", um, five, five, I think, is still playable, assuming he continues to start. Vanderbilt, we know we're getting out of him, most likely mid-20s minutes. So probably has a bit more if Markkinen's out, would be my guess. And then, I mean, if you want to try to take shots on guys like THT, my boy, NAW, um, or Walker Kessler, you can. Um, but minutes kind of up and down on those guys. Phoenix and Sacramento, so still no Chris Paul, still no Cam Johnson. Um, Devin Booker in a good spot. I like him at the top. Um, again, uh Four plus ceiling goes way up without Chris Paul. DeAndre Ayton, 7-7. He had a massive game against Utah, 66 fancy points. The price point did come up to a point where he feels priced about right now. Mikel Bridges also going to play big minutes, but eh, I don't know if I want to play 7K for Bridges. Campaign should play about 30-ish minutes. He's fine. Corey Craig should play around 30 minutes. He's also playable. Off the bench, you got Shamit back. Um, he played 15 minutes in his first game back. Damian Lee's 4K should see around 20 minutes, but... That's about it. Biembo, he's been playing the backup five. He's 3.2K. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sacramento. So, fully healthy team here. Fox, Sabonis, 9-3 and 9-2. Both solid tournament plays. I wouldn't say either priorities, but that is where the offense is coming from, those two guys. Kevin Herter, 5-5, should play around 30 minutes. I think he's a good option in the mid-range. Harrison Barnes, kind of just there for me. Keegan Murray's been very disappointing, but he's only $4,000. He's playable value. Malik Monk, always someone I do like in tournaments because not a bad point-per-minute guy. And if he finds his way into more minutes, he can really have a good game. But that's basically it for Sacramento. And finally, the Pacers and Lakers. So this is a good late-night hammer. Two teams that play not a lot of defense. Um, yeah, a lot to like here. Halbert, 9-4. Um, hasn't been shooting the ball the best, but he's getting double-digit assists every single game. I think he looks pretty good at that price. Miles Turner, minutes up and down. He dealt with some foul trouble last game. More often than not, he's probably playing low 30s minutes, which I think makes him a decent option. Buddy Heald. Matherin, these guys are fine tournament plays. Um, you know, minutes and production have been a bit up and down. As a Jalen Smith, very frustrating roster. This guy's minutes and production are all over the place, but he's playable in GPPs. McConnell's 4-1. He's been playing, you know, around 20 minutes. I think he's actually fine for value. Isaiah Jackson's the backup. If you want to go to Aaron Naismith at 3.6K, you can. He's been playing like mid-20s minutes. 
And finally, the Lakers. So big news here for the Lakers. Anthony Davis questionable and LeBron questionable. Anthony Davis missed last game, and you saw a split between Thomas Bryant and Wendy and Gabriel. So there's no Anthony Davis. Again, I like both the Lakers, Biggs, and Bryant, and Gabriel. Only 18 minutes for Bryant was a bit disappointing. Wendy and Gabriel played 22 minutes, so not the full 48 combined, but I think both those bigs would be good value plays. And then if both LeBron and AD miss, I mean, I like Dennis Schroeder at 4-5. He had a big game in 31 minutes. Russell Westbrook would be playable off the bench. Um, I would expect him to play over 30 minutes. Lonnie Walker's been playing really well for this team. I like him in the mid-range. Austin Reeves would see more minutes. He'd be a good value. So Troy Brown, I mean, low usage, but he probably sees a few more minutes. So there'd be a really a lot to like here for the Lakers if LeBron and AD are both out. Kendrick Nunn could even be playable um, at 3.1K. So We'll keep an eye on that one. If AD and LeBron are both in, then I think Anthony Davis, probably my favorite spend up. And I would still have a little bit of interest in guys like Schroeder and Lonnie Walker for value. But yeah, that's going to wrap it up for the video. So if you have been enjoying the YouTube content, make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Hope you guys have a good day, and I'll see you in the next video.